Thank you for downloading this episode. Before we start, I wanted to let you know that our interviews with leaders of TTOs and University Venture Funds are now on their own feed, with new episodes every Friday. Interviews with people like Matt Perkins from Oxford University Innovation, Sarah Valin from Chalmers Ventures, or Kirsten Leuter from Osage University Partners. Just search for Talking Tech Transfer in your podcast app or go to globaluniversityventuring.com to subscribe. Welcome to the Leadership Series on the Global Venturing Review Podcast. In this series, we talk to thought leaders from the corporate venturing and university venturing worlds each week to get an inside view on how they are changing the world. In this episode, it's me who will talk to Derek DeFries, Managing Director for Berkeley Academic Ventures at UC Berkeley. Let's go! Awesome. Well, I'm here with Derek DeFries from UC Berkeley. Thank you very much for um, joining us on the podcast. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. You, uh, as I said, you work for um, UC Berkeley. You are the Chief Business Officer, if I'm remembering that right. Can you tell me a bit more about what that entails? Well, uh, it's not quite my title, um, but um, it's an accurate description of what I do, which is to form business partnerships for UC Berkeley. We are really interested in trying to take what we do on campus and form relationships with industry partners to make sure that we are taking what we create, which is what we consider to be part of the public good, and disseminating it through industry to reach the maximum number of people possible. You've got quite a few incubators as well. I think you said you are on the board of, of Skydeck, which is perhaps the most well-known one, because obviously also got its own fund. What are the others? Well, we have, um, I would say that um, Skydeck, first of all, is, is our broadest accelerator, um, accepting not only uh, companies that have come out of the University of California Berkeley ecosystem, but all of the um, campuses of which there are 10 within UC and, uh, and even beyond. We have global teams from all over the world joining us at the Skydeck Accelerator. And in addition to the Skydeck Accelerator, we have a number of other, let's say, more issue-specific accelerators on campus. We have the Citrus Foundry, um, which is focused on um, issues that are solving problems, the, burning, the biggest burning questions that you can imagine. And the Citrus Foundry is trying to incubate those small companies and, and push them out of the nest and take some of the very nascent science that might be present in artificial intelligence or uh, data science or, or robotics and push it out into um, the community so that can, somebody can grab onto it and take it to its next iteration. We also are affiliated with QB3, which is life sciences, um, which you may have heard of, and that's a yeah. four-campus yeah. consortium of uh, you know, the University of California, Berkeley, UC, SF, um, and other um, campuses within UC. And then finally, we have started, um, I would say, little labs, including our blockchain accelerator out of the Sutarja Center for Entrepreneurship and Technology. We refer to it as SCET, because what I just said was really long and really painful to say. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's probably the newest one we have. And that's an exciting program because um, they are, uh, it's a partnership between our business school and our engineering school and very focused on um, blockchain and other technologies and incubating small companies out of that and providing them with some funding to, to start, which is great. It's quite interesting that um, Skydeck is, is, is open to all the other campuses because from what I gather, it's the individual campuses, although they are part of a really large system, tend to operate quite independently. So the fact that you've opened it up to essentially everyone um, it's quite an interesting, interesting decision. 
I, I, well, I think what we were finding was that, well, first of all, you know, we consider UC Berkeley to be the flagship of the university um, system. I think others might disagree with that. <laughs> I'm, sure they would. I'm sure our friends at UCLA and San Diego would say something different. But, um, you know, we've always been sort of like, um, you know, a thought leader in this space. And what we were finding is, um, you know, if you're a student or alumnus of one university, there's a high likelihood and high probability that you're an alum of two. So we have many founders from UC Santa Cruz that are continuing their graduate course of study from uh, UC Berkeley in the School of Business or, or something like that. So the ties are really tight and um, it just made sense to, to broaden our reach and to try to the very best, try to find and incubate and accelerate the very best country, companies that are coming out of the University of California. I mean, it's, it's certainly put um, UC Berkeley on the map, especially with um, I know Christine Robinson, who, who was trying to create the UC preneurs. Mm -hmm. um, kind of get more of an entrepreneurial culture going in, in, throughout the system. Yeah. Um, Berkeley seems to be seems to be one of the uh, the ones that have pulled it off. Yeah, I think actually all the campuses are doing well, and, and we're communicating in a much uh, better way than we had before. And I think Christine uh, started planting the seeds there, and, and Victoria Sokolov, who um, has taken the reins of that position at our central office at the university office of the president. What we're trying to do is introduce more connectivity, allowing the campuses to express themselves in what they do best and um, ensuring that there's a, a higher sense of collaboration amongst our um, innovation officers. Um, so we just, for recent news, we have a new um, chief innovation and entrepreneurship officer for the campus. That's the former dean of our School of Business, Richard Lyons. Carolyn Wynette is just knocking it out of the park with Skydeck. I mean, I, I just wanted to relay that in our last round, it's. Um, of interviews, we or application process. Sorry, we had 1,600 companies apply from all over the world. It was it was massive, and it was a it, it, it's still going on right now. It's a Herculean effort to like actually read all those applications, and we do. We we have over 80 people reviewing all of those applications and scoring them and doing deeper dives into those com um, companies because it's going to be a very precious few that actually get to be a part of the program. We'll invite others to be a hot desk and we'll continue to connect with companies that, that, that join us. But it's, it's both a, a wealth, <laughs> but it could be a problem, right? Because um, that is a lot of companies. that's a lot of companies to look at and we do it twice a year. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, I, I think it's because Skydeck has done a really good job at finding companies. It's almost like when you go to university and you know, I graduated from UC Berkeley myself, you know, 25 years ago, and I look back and I say, I would never get in today. The quality is just so much greater. The bar has been raised. And I think that that sort of competition angle is also meaning companies are coming to us more ready um, to avail themselves of the resources that we offer. Why do you think that is? Why, why are companies more advanced than they would have been 10, 20 years ago? I, I think that's just a function of the market, and this is my personal opinion. I think that um, when you used to see startups coming through a uh, university system, it was, it was more reflective of a founder and a PowerPoint. <laughs> you know, it was just a, yeah. you bring us your slide deck and, and at least two founders, and the chances are, you know, somebody would take a look at you. But because of the market, and I, I think people sense that venture is um, in for either a correction or you know, it's going to get a little bit more competitive, or it is already more competitive, that um, you, you have to see companies that have already seen just a little bit of traction. And in some respect, either they've, they've got a product that's in prototype already, or they've got revenue in the door, even if it's really minimal, or they're really showing that their metrics are, are turning up. 
and they're starting to acquire uh, traction. Um, they formed a really good team instead of just one person. So we're looking for those kind of characteristics where you know, it doesn't have to be in all of those because yeah. we, of course, will fill the gaps, right? That's, that's our job is to help fill the gaps. But we really want to see traction in some area, um, something that sparks us with respect to the, either the founder or the product or the go-to-market strategy. And so I think you have to see, we're capturing people a little bit later in the evolution cycle. We're not getting them at the very, very beginning. They're just not ready for an accelerator. Um, because I think this is true of all accelerators. You know, once you hit demo day, three, four months after the program, or three months at the end of the program, you, you sort of have to be ready to raise. And that's what we're trying to position our companies to, to do, is to be successful in that first uh, raise. And so we can, we can pivot to, I love the word pivot. <laughs> we can pivot, pivot to right. why would UC Berkeley be at um, you know, the Corporate Venture Conference? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so one of the reasons why we, we come to the, the, the Corporate Venture Conference is because we see so many companies that are really wanting to um, tap into the resources that a, only a university can offer. And then sometimes that means our faculty, sometimes that means our IP and our research. And sometimes that means our accelerators. So we invite global partners and companies to come see what we do. Any given day, we have companies from Japan, other parts of the United States, Mexico, Chile. I, I mean, I'm just thinking of recent examples that have toured our accelerator and want to find out what the secret sauce is. And the secret sauce is all of those components that we can bring together in an academic environment. Immediate adjacency to our campus, access to our faculty, access to our alumni, of which there are 500,000 living alumni for UC Berkeley, um, access to our talented students who are a potential talent pool, and access to just refreshing, energetic, good ideas. So what I've been pleased to see with a lot of the uh, corporate venture partners that we have is their willingness to sort of get out of their bubble and try to understand what's going on in the broader context, because that's the only way that they're going to be able to be innovative. Are there any, it's always difficult to find, you know, your favorite child. <laughs> um, do, do you have any, any companies that come to mind where you, you might put a person in a personal capacity thought, this is, this is really big, like we, we really are onto something here? Yeah, um, that's such an unfair question. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they're all good. They're all, all our kids are great. No, um, you know, I've been really impressed because it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally dodge your question because I'm a lawyer, um, and that's what lawyers do is we dodge questions. I, I think that what I am most impressed by are what companies that really, you know, just, um, I, I'm founder-led. I'm founder-first. If I see a dynamic team, it doesn't matter how old they are, and we have teams that, you know, they're, they're still undergraduates, and then we have teams where the alumni um, person who comes in has, this is his third career. Um, so. You know, it, it, it almost doesn't matter, but what they have is like that spark, that interest, and that drive, and that tenacity to push them forward. And so we have many examples of that. Um, we have many examples of people trying to solve problems that they have faced in of themselves, whether that's hearing loss, or access to financial markets, or creating a, um, a social media ecosystem for certain parts of, of, of businesses. I mean, we, I can draw upon examples from any you know, vertical of where the founder is really pushing um, pushing the issue and has to be tenacious enough to, to, to drive for success. I can totally. see how that gets you out of bed in <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Um, you know, I, I had a, a fairly successful career in banking, and, um, but it was, you know, I thought, you know, what, what would really, 
you know, draw my interest and what would really make me excited. And um, talking to people who are really solving problems and changing the world and, and for the better is absolutely what gets me up every single morning and what makes me want to talk to all of these companies. I don't know if there is anything else uh, specifically that you wanted to talk about. Well, I, you know, one of the things that I, um, you know, I, I sort of enjoy is being able to draw um, researchers out of their laps and think about monetizing what they do. So there's a bias towards, especially in academia, that somebody's just going to grab your white paper and read it and, you know, and, and somehow benefit from that. But the real benefit comes when we get that junior faculty member, that researcher in the lab that is doing something that's just phenomenal and you're not even aware about it and pulling it out and putting it into the market, um, which is great. And I, I think one of the stories that um, I remember I wanted to relay on here that I talked about before was, you know, walking through the halls of UC Berkeley, we have the ability to sort of just like stumble upon things. And we have what's called the Space Sciences Laboratory, which is funded by uh, NASA. And we have you know, two buildings, you know, five floors each. They're building satellites there. They're doing mission launches from there. They're not launching the satellites from space from that building, but they are actually controlling. They're, 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 we're our own little Houston, you know, driving the mission. And, and it's a pretty exciting place to be. And it was during one of those satellite launches when I ran into an astrobiologist um, who's examining extreme life and extreme life in space. And um, so I almost ran right into her and, and <laughs> apologized. And she looked really annoyed. And she's like, what are you doing here? And I said, I don't know. What, what, I said, but what does your lab do? And then I, that turned the conversation on its head. And for like the next 20 minutes, I, she described to me how she was um, conducting research to do life in space. One of the greatest things is she, she can have a, uh, what she's doing is designing a Petri dish um, that has a chemical reaction in it that actually can detect the uh, building blocks of life. So she's going to shoot these, um, you know, robotic petri dishes um, by using a an explorer, a drone that goes all the way to one of the moons of Saturn, and that's what her research does. And that's that's incredibly exciting because it's something I personally could never do. But just to have exposure, <laughs> I don't think anybody else. <laughs> I think there's one person in the world that yeah. can do that. And it's her. Found her. I found her. Um, but it's exciting to be able to talk to people like that and um, and and just you know sort of be adjacent to some of the craziest, wonderful ideas that we're doing on that campus. One of the questions I've been asking people is, is just because we are at the start of a new decade, where, where do you see um, UC Berkeley, Skydeck, University, Venturing Spinhouse in general? Where, where do you see that going over the next, the next 10 years? Yeah, I think we're growing. Um, Skydeck is, is um, a wonderful program. I pe think people have recognized it and you know, our reputation is, is now quite strong for finding and accelerating great companies. Uh, we're frankly limited by um, how much space we have near the, the Berkeley campus, which by the way is on the top floor of the tallest building in Berkeley with a view of the bay, so it's a great place to work. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, sure, well, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny that um, all of these companies, you know, just have this inspirational view all the way to San Francisco and the Golden Gate Bridge, and it's a, it's a, so it's a wonderful place to be. But I think where we're seeing um, the strategic direction is, you know, just to bring it back to this conference, more closely integrated partnerships with corporate venture capital, uh, because we have a very strong relationship with venture capital and we have a lot of great, wonderful corporate partners, but there could be more. And I think working together, we can really make sure that these companies have access to the right proofs of concepts, MVPs that they need to do to, to, to show that their business is a viable one. So I think we're actually going to outgrow our physical 
space as well and start thinking about where would satellite Skydex be. That's not my decision, but you know, I think that that uh, is something that I would predict. Um, I think you'll see more tracks that fit various ecosystems. Um, so look for an aerospace track. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a great one. It's a great track. And um, I think we had 15 aerospace companies apply this time. Wow. And uh, I think we're seeing, seeing a need with, you know, sort of the, the new foray into space. So that's, much, that's more of a shorter term yeah. um, opportunity for us where we see that there is a great interest in the commercialization of space. And that means everything from the researcher that I described, which is doing astrobiology, to small build satellites, um, to robots that function well in space, to 3D printing in space. I mean, there's, there's so many opportunities along that entire supply chain that I think we're uniquely positioned to help companies, um, you, know, you know, realize their dreams. Is there, just as a final question, perhaps, um, is, is it a model that you can see um, other universities replicate the Skydeck model? Other UC campuses, maybe, or, or other universities? Outside? Yeah, you know, when we expanded our reach into the other UCs, it wasn't meant to take over territory. It was meant to um, complement and supplement what their own efforts sure. are. And um, many of them have great accelerators on their own campuses. But we have physical proximity to Silicon Valley, um, just like they might have. So, uh, you know, let's just take, for example, UC San Diego has much better proximity to issues related to oceans. And Santa Cruz does well, you know, through the Scripps Institute and, and things like that. So I think you're going to see a little bit more partnership across the UCs. It's, it's been a fantastic, not even a value add, it's been just a fantastic addition to our student body um, because I think they're really ener uh, energized by this. Um, our alumni community and, and even the business community has been really embracing um, Skydeck. So, you know, I encourage other universities to take our lead and we're happy to show them what we do. Um, it would be fantastic to be able to partner with more universities than we do today, which we, actually quite a few, you know, quite a few in, in England and parts of Asia where we have close relationships between academic institutions because I think we speak the same language fundamentally. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for, for taking the time to talk to me today. Good luck with, with, uh, with the future uh, aerospace track <laughs> and uh, the future of, of Skydeck and Berkey. We, uh, well, thank you for your time and I appreciate the invite. Awesome. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.